Well, listeners, in case you didn't get enough sports today, here's an ad break that'll tell you how to watch even more sports. YouTube is the new home of NFL Sunday Ticket. And if you sign up now, you'll get the lowest full season price of the year. Just go to youtube.com slash Spotify offer to get $100 off NFL Sunday Ticket. Watch your favorite teams out of market Sunday afternoon games exclusively on YouTube and YouTube TV. All right, enough about sports. Go get more sports. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends June 6th. No refunds. But I'm going to tell you this we ain't done yet. Howdy and welcome back to the Ineligibles podcast. I am Will Stone. He's Chase Caldwell. It's a Monday night. We are 18 days away from uh, kickoff against Sam Houston. Uh, and as of, the, as of this morning, the first uh, edition of the AP poll uh, dropped and your Fighting Texas Aggies debut at number six in the country. Whoop. Whoop. So um, what do you think, Will? You think we're... Uh accurately rated do you think we're hot higher than we ought to be well, you know going? i was looking at um like i pulled up the like the the poll on on the associated press website and it's got the the votes on there and uh it kind of mimics like what me and you put together back you know a few months ago mm-hmm. in our uh, our top 15s like there's you know that three at the top that are pretty clear-cut in their own tier um, Alabama, Ohio State, and Georgia, and after that, the rest of the uh, like, like four through nine is really close together in terms of votes. So, like, I think I think we're appropriate. Um, I think you know uh, you can make the case anywhere between four and you know probably ten or so, and um, I wouldn't have any arguments. So, um, yeah, I think it's good. Um, I know uh, it's it's kind of weird because I like even though we're sixth, you know, this is by the writers. Um, it feels like we're not thought of as a number six team by, by, yeah. by some folks, but um, I guess I, I'd rather be up there than not be up there. I think that helps. So uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah. I mean, it, I guess, did we go into last year unranked? We were, uh, we were like seven or something. Yeah. Number seven going into last year. Yeah. Oh, weird. What does PV rank mean then? Uh, previous? I just assume that mean, meant previous, but oh. this is showing that we were uh, not ranked. I think we ended the year unranked because ah. we because we didn't play the bowl game, so we fell out of the AP poll. Gotcha. Well, that's that in and of itself is the reason why we're going to catch <laughs> a lot of flack. Um, just yeah. that we end the year not ranked, and then we come in at number six versus like. Cincinnati uh, looks like ended the year at number four and they came in at number 23. Um, right. So, so yeah, I mean, we're going to catch flack for it. I, honestly, like I'm, I don't know if AP's website, cause I'm sitting here looking at it. I don't know if it meant to make like cuts basically, but that's kind of what it looks like. It, it like does, it, right? there, there's like one, two, three, and then there's an ad and yeah. then it's four through 10. And then there's an ad. Right, and eleven through seventeen. There's an ad, but on and then, then BYU at number twenty five is just right there, you know, at the end for like yeah. no reason. So right, well, we but, had to put somebody here. But quite frankly, like I, I would say that the cuts are pretty accurate. Like I, I 
you know, if you if you use those advertising, of course, I don't know if y'all look at it on your computer, it might not have the same uh, it's, advertising. It's, it's, it's the same on mine. I, I just pulled it up too. So okay, yeah. So so if you look at like Clemson, Notre Dame, Texas A and M, Utah, Michigan, Oklahoma, Baylor, like I think that grouping there is just like I think that's a fair grouping. Now yeah. I would say, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna Alante just commented this. Um, I would replace Oklahoma with Oklahoma State all day long. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think that I think Oklahoma State more belongs in that grouping than even Oklahoma does. I mean, yeah. to be fair, I think Oklahoma State belongs in that grouping more than A and M does in in some respects. Um, definitely when, more than than Clemson does. Yeah. Um, so so there are a few that m- might be a bit out of place here. Um, actually, honestly, looking at it. Cincinnati and Oklahoma State are the two that I'm looking at that I'm like, yeah, that's they need to be higher than what they are. Um, yeah. But everybody I, else for the most part is like I I'm not like just completely appalled at, you know. Yeah, there's not really anything glaring. Um I mean, I, I get the I get the Oklahoma Oklahoma State thing. Um but I do want to point out that Oklahoma State is still number 12. Like they didn't leave them out or, or put them in the twenties, but yeah, but they, yeah. Bel- they belong in the top 10. I they, think. they do. And, um, you know, back when we did our top 15s, you know, we both weren't even going to touch Oklahoma, mm-hmm. um, even in the top 25. Now I'd probably, you know, if, if I did a top 25 today, a top 15 today, even, you know, I'd probably have, you know, Oklahoma probably in that, you know, 12 to 18 yeah. range, but they'd be behind Baylor and Oklahoma state for sure. Uh, again, I think if you if you swapped Oklahoma and Oklahoma State in the, these rankings, I honestly wouldn't have any problem with it, other than maybe Cincinnati. But but Cincinnati, I would probably bump up to that eleven to seventeen group. I wouldn't bump them all the way in the top ten. Yeah. Um, but that's for the most part. I mean, I don't disagree with a whole lot there. I'll probably get roasted by some A&M fans, especially if we have some newer ones that, that don't really know my <laughs> outlook on this, but I think we're higher than we should be, but, but I'm not mad. Like as a fan, like I love that we're coming in at number six, right. but I, I would say we're going to catch a lot of flack from, from other teams, fans. Um, I saw Gene Chizik, like I was w- watching SEC now earlier and he, he was like, yeah, A&M's way too high. I don't disagree. Like I, I, I think, I think we're a top twelve team. I don't necessarily know that we're number six in the nation, but um, as a fan, I love that we're number six. As a realist, I want to say, well, I mean, we ended the year unranked, like we just talked about. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's. Well, I guess what I'm trying to say is, when other teams come at us for us being maybe too high, like it's not unwarranted. I mean, I get I get their perception of it, um, especially if you're looking at a Oklahoma State or you know Cincinnati, who's like way down the list, and you're like, A and M into the year eight and four, you know, like what's what's going on? But um, but I'm okay with it. I, I mean, as a fan, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sutton sent me something earlier that uh, said that in the college football playoff era, um. Nobody has won the championship that didn't start in the top six. So there's one yeah. more data point to put our way that right. makes it possible. So, <laughs> yeah, and when like when they when they come out with those initial 
those uh, those CFP rankings, like there's very little movement in the top. Like mm-hmm. those teams that are in the top typically end up finishing the year, you know, up there or pretty close to it. So yeah, um, and plus, like it it uh, it makes for better matchups. Like it it draws attention to your program. You know, maybe some of it's good, maybe some of it's bad, but you know, it keeps you in the spotlight, which is always a good thing. Um, and honestly, with Miami at 16. Yeah, I think they'll be undefeated whenever we play them because they have two kind of uh, uh, like warm up games like we do. Mm-hmm. Um, that should be, you know, like depending on if, if somebody in front of them loses, you know, it should be a, a top 15 matchup at Kyle Field and it should be college game day. It should not be Oklahoma, Nebraska, just because that used to be a good game 40 years ago. It should be a and Miami and College Station. But that's a talk for another day. Um and we'll, yeah, and we'll college where, game day may be here. pushing for A and M Alabama though. Yeah, um, which I wouldn't be too pissed off about. But um, yeah, so let, let's. Uh, I'm going to segue this, and and I'll introduce today's topic of uh, the the schedule preview. We're today we're going to be breaking down the front half of the schedule, and um, I think uh, when you come off an eight and four. Um season you end the year not ranked you didn't play in a bowl game because of covid um a lot of question marks at a lot of different positions just because you have a lot of youth on your team Uh, and and so you put us where we're at and then you throw us in there as number six and you already we already talked about a&m may be the most hated team this offseason um for various reasons whether it's NIL, whether it's Jimbo getting pissed off at Saban, whatever it might be, um, we've got a target on our back, which means that the first half of this season is really going to be our proving grounds. We have to prove that we deserve to be there. Um, and, And so I've talked at length probably more than I need to about the word expectations. And so, like, there's two... I have two like definitions for it. One of them being, what do I expect us to do as what are my expectations? Like, what do I think is going to happen? And then the other of what do I hold this team accountable to? Like, and so what do I expect them to do? Like, what, what am I holding them accountable to? So using the second definition there of my expectations for the beginning of this schedule is we got to prove that we deserve to be in the top 10. Um, and what better way to do it than really, I mean, Sam Houston, Nap State, I know they're throwaway games, but both of them in their respective um, circles are very good teams. Um, they're not SEC caliber teams. Do not misconstrue what I'm saying, especially if you're a Texas fan thinking like, oh, you're just trying to make your schedule look better. No, it's not that. I, I realize that they're lower level teams, but they're they're not like a gigantic drop off. Oh, quite frankly, they're not UMass, right? So yeah. uh, we play them at the end of the season. So Sam Houston and State are some pretty hard cupcake games, if you will, um, for us to start out. And I like that. I like that we're coming out to um to play up to our competition. Uh, but, but what better way of doing this than to, you know, play two of those teams, then play a pretty significant matchup in Miami. Um, a team that themselves is trying to prove themselves. 
Um, they're coming to play Jimbo, who's going into their territory and pulling Yule Keith Brown and you know all these all these Shamar high Stewart. caliber uh, Miami prospects. So you know they're going to kind of come come with a little bit of a there's a little bit of history there between Miami and Jimbo, and I like that. Um, so it's a it's a good top twenty five matchup there that we're going to have. But then what better way? For us, if we are going to prove ourselves and proves that, prove that we deserve to be there, prove that we belong to be there, or, or that we belong there, what better way of doing that than to play three of? Or I'm sorry, let me back up. I was about to say three of the teams that beat us last year, two of the teams that beat us last year, and one of the teams that beats us regularly. So um, you know, you've got Arkansas, who is is has really and truly become a, a good rival for us. Uh, but we need to go back and take that game back this year. Yeah. Um, Mississippi State, who has had our number since we joined the SEC, and the way I look at it, it, it they're they're winning the battle of true maroon at the moment just because they, they just have our number. It doesn't matter who our coach is. It doesn't matter who their coach is. They beat us, and I don't get that. But we need to, we need to overcome that animosity there. And and then we need to prove ourselves against Alabama. So so what better lineup of three teams than Arkansas, Mississippi State, and Alabama, who are the three teams that, quite frankly, I despise the most in the SEC in terms of <laughs> I want to beat them. <laughs> like it's not like I, I I I think I might agree with that. I like those three teams. Uh, like I really do like Mississippi State a lot in a lot of ways. Love their coach. Like I love like their campus is is pretty. I uh, like their tradition. It's very similar to ours. Like, there's a lot of good things there. A lot of the people I've met from Mississippi State, really wonderful people. But I want to beat them into the ground. I'm so sick and tired of them being our Achilles heel in the SEC. And so I want to prove that they're not going to be this year right out of the gate. And that's how we have it set up. Um, yeah. So so that's kind of my outlook, my overall overarching 30,000-foot perspective of weeks one through six is – here are the games that we're playing. Three of the teams that, well, I can't even say that they have our number because Arkansas beat us one time. Yeah. But, but still, three teams that, you know, we get our payback to Arkansas. Then we we break the curse with Mississippi State. And then we prove ourselves against Alabama, you know. And, After all the offseason smack talk and yeah. and that sort of thing. So what a great setup for the beginning of the season, and yep. and man, I'm 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 excited for it. But but honestly, looking at it, like first half of the season's harder than the second half of the season's in a lot of ways. So yeah, I, I think so, and um, you know, and I think like my like my thirty thousand foot view is like this is a, it's not like the world's toughest schedule. But it's it's I think it's just challenging enough. Like it's got enough quality teams to you know where you know at the end of the year if you're eleven and one, like you're, you're going to garner a lot of respect because of teams that you that, that you'd have beaten. You know if you mm -hmm. if you achieve that record, um, and like there's there's those six games you mentioned. Then there's a bye week, and then there's you know six more after that, and you know that that back six. Um, at South Carolina, Ole Miss at home, Florida at home, at Auburn, UMass at home, LSU at home. It's 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 pretty forgiving, you know. Like you get a bye week, you go to South Carolina, who we've you know we've kind of owned that rivalry um, 
since it began yeah. <laughs> in 2014. Um, back-to-back home games. Uh, you go to Auburn, who may, who potentially could be last in the West. Um, you host the worst team in Division One, and then you host LSU. So um, the back six, like once you know, if you can survive the first six, get to that bye week, get you know uh, your quarterback, your new quarterback playing right, um, get your O line together, get those young guys uh, up and going. Um, if you can kind of like weather the storm of the first six, um, the back six sets up sets up really well. I think that's pretty exciting for uh, for for a team like AM and mm-hmm. um, but but the first six is not going to be easy. And like Mm-mm. like obviously Bama is the only like you know juggernaut in that group. But you know really like like Sam Houston won the national championship in FCS a couple years ago. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. They're they're not exactly a pushover. Um, and they regularly do that. Like it's not yeah. just like they're not like a they're a top contender in their division. You know. Yeah. And everyone knows about App State and their history of of scaring teams and even beating teams that are right. that are a, a pretty high caliber. And you know, like you just said with Arkansas, Mississippi State, like those are two teams that A and M fans, you and I included, really want to beat this year. Like absolutely, th- those two are at the top of my list. And then Bama is Bama. So um, I'll make a quick point before we start kind of uh, getting into the minutia of these teams. But um, from a from an objective stats perspective, so I did an, I did a blog post last week talking about uh, SP plus. I won't get into the ins and outs of that, but um, so Bill Connolly at, at ESPN has this um, like this power rating system, and it ranks you know every team from one to one thirty one in Division One. So it's like it's a good measure for me to kind of look at, and you know because like the AP is fine, I guess, but uh, it only ranks twenty five teams, and it really just does it based on their resume. Mm-hmm. Whereas SP Plus ranks teams, you know, it ranks all the teams from you know one to one thirty, and uh, does so based on how they play, not who they beat. So. Um, I like to use it just just to for stuff like this when it goes beyond twenty five, and um, you know I think in terms of like top forty teams, which I like that more than twenty five because you know it's more realistic. It is more realistic, and like there, there's there's probably forty teams that could be you know top twenty five quote unquote teams in, on any mm-hmm. given week. So um, so in in twenty nineteen uh, schedule was brutal. <laughs> I think we all know that we played. Uh, LSU, Bama, Clemson, Georgia, and Auburn, and those teams ranked uh, two, three, four, five, and nine in uh, in SP Plus at the end of the year. Um, aside from that, the only other top forty team we played was our bowl game against Oklahoma State. Everyone else was outside the top forty. Um, with with the worst being like UTSA and Texas State, you know, at one eighteen and one twenty four. So like like pretty bad teams, right? Mm-hmm. Um, last year should have been a lot more forgiving, but we you know. Had some injuries, couldn't really get our stuff together. But like Kent State finished ninety three, Missouri finished sixty nine, nice. Um, Colorado one hundred four, New Mexico one twenty. Like, and we won those games. But like, there's not really those games on the schedule outside of UMass. Like, they're all challenging to uh, to yeah. a certain degree. And like, there's not really any, any games you're just gonna you know, if you go out there and don't give a crap, like you might lose. So, mm-hmm. um, and just going off the numbers, like uh, for this season. There's what we have uh, nine teams in the top 46 on the schedule, um, and App State's 58. <laughs> so like, they're I was not, about to ask you that. <laughs> like, uh, our our worst team is like like UMass is rated the very worst in the country at 130. Um, 
but our our next easiest game is probably Sam Houston, and then it's UMass, who's or it's, sorry, it's App State, who's fifty eight, and then South Carolina is forty six, and then LSU, Arkansas, Florida, Auburn, Ole Miss, Miss State, Miami, Alabama. Uh, they're all within the top 40 with uh, Alabama at number two. So, um, but like most of those teams are between 14 and 36. Like there's not a elite team outside of Bama, but there's not a bad team outside of UMass. So like um, it's, it's really like, like this team is going to have to come together quick. Um, but I'll say one thing. I like that we do get Sam and App State, you know, both at home back to back. And like, we're not going to, you know, like, like we're not going on the road till like week five. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I, I like having those two world games and not just one. Like, it's not just like, oh, you play Vanderbilt this week, then you go to Alabama next week, you know, in week two. Like, there's there's more of a of a, a loading phase, if you will. So uh, I definitely like that part of the schedule. And then, um, you know, I think week three is Miami, and they're, you know, uh, a solid team, top 15 unit. And uh, that that game will tell us a lot about – how things are going to go this season, but um, it's a winnable game. And um, uh, I guess uh, if you want to start there, you want to uh, talk about Sam, talk about App State. Um, yeah, well, I'll I'll make one comment about what you what you said, um, and and kind of what I said there. And when you said top forty, and I said, well, it's more realistic. Yeah. Um, to to piggyback that, if you're looking at the AP top twenty five very bottom of the list, there's 22 teams there that receive votes, you know, so there's, it's really in some ways you could almost say that's a, that's a top 47, you know, Uh, but what's, what's interesting about that. We've got just as it sits right now, we've got one, two, uh, three, four, let's see, Alabama, Miami, Arkansas, Ole Miss. So we got four of the teams on our schedule currently that are in the top 25. Um, But all the other ones except for, including Appalachian State, who got four votes. Right. uh, With 10 of our 12 games that we have received votes for the the top 25. So um, if you looked at the receiving votes as the top 47, 10 of our 12 games are in there. And so – this isn't an easy schedule from the standpoint of like, it's not, I would say in recent memory, I can't think of a year that we, that are like, um, layup games have been this hard. Right. Um, it, but to me that is from the competitive level. I like that. You know, if you compare it to Bama, they're playing Utah state, ULM and Austin P like that's that's a whole lot different than Sam Houston <laughs> State, you know. Yeah. Um. So even though UMass is a is one of those teams, we don't have three of those teams, and normally we do. And quite frankly, that's kind of uh, been one of the things that has irritated me, and I, th- I think a lot of Aggies um, with our move to the SEC. It's good for like for me as a season ticket holder, I'll give it to somebody else, you know. But um, it's bad from the standpoint of I want to play decent teams at least if we're going to play you know a, a layup game and, and I think we have that in both Sam Houston and in App State we have some some really really good decent teams yeah. um, that we're playing um, so that's kind of my thought on on the two of those I guess yeah 
And like, it's, I think it's good for, it's good for the team, obviously, but it's good for us as, as fans. And, um, I guess as, as podcast hosts for us to, you know, sure. for, for us to analyze, like, you know, it's not like we're playing a, a JV team. Like we're playing, you know, some, some, some pretty legitimate competition and, you know, being able to like, see how, how AM performs in those first couple of games and then be able to, you know, share that on here and, and tell you what we think and like tell you what to expect mm-hmm. or, or, or what we expect, you know, in, in the rest of the season. But um, there, there, there's no doubt that like th- this is a pretty, you know, like you can't really take a week off. Like um, there's like, especially like with the conference games, like this conference is really strong right now. <laughs> like, yeah. like even if we weren't playing Florida, if we were playing, you know, Tennessee or Kentucky, like, like they're, they're pretty stout too. Uh, South Carolina is on the come up. Um, you know, there's just not really any any like breaks where you can be like, oh, we're playing so and so. Like that's a dub, but mm-hmm. um, uh, it's it's definitely going to be. You know, it, it makes things a lot more interesting when you have to be uh, engaged every week and see how see how doing. But um, I would have more to say about Sam. Um, I know the year they won the championship. I think they they played their their 2020 season in the spring of 21. Because like like FCS didn't play in the fall, they played in the spring. Um, but they won the championship. They beat North Dakota State, and they had a really really good quarterback and receiver on that team, who I was going to bring up on the show, but I believe they're both gone. So um, that makes it a little bit easier because <laughs> because those sure. guys were pretty were pretty good. But um, you know, uh, like Sam, you know, that's not a team you want to you want to fool around with. Um, and then App State, uh, I saw a post on. Uh, on Gigum twenty four seven, I think last week, um, their quarterback and their O line are, are like like all five O linemen are seniors, and the the quarterback's a senior. He's played a lot of football. Um, you know, our D line is. You know, we talked about how talented they are, but the experience isn't quite there. So, like, that's that's a pretty good test. Like, you're you're playing a a, a senior laden group that's got a lot of experience. You know, obviously they're more, you know, they're pretty physically developed, being that old and. Um, and being in that system for so long, like that's it's a, it's a good first test for for, for, for a young for a young D line. Yeah, um, I think I think both of them. I think it's a it's a gradual ramp up into the mm-hmm. into the season. So, uh, but it's not a day off. That's what I like about it most uh, for the younger guys, especially the youth that we have on our team. We need a ramp up. We need that time for them to kind of figure it out uh, and figure it out in front of our home fans and, and see how loud it is. Even if we're playing Sam Houston, App state. Right. Um, and then that would get us to Miami. Right. And, and yeah. Miami, I think is, um, that's going to be the jumping off point for our season, obviously, because uh, it's the first big game that we have, but, um, you know, going back to what I said earlier about how the, the front six is probably harder of of a matchup than the back six. If you would have showed me the schedule two years ago, I wouldn't have said that. Right. Um, but but it is. I mean, quite frankly, it is. And um, Miami's going to be a they're going to be a decent team. Like they're I, I'm not they're not a pushover team like they have been in recent years. You know. Yeah. And um, I, I'm. I'm excited about that game because that'll be a big game at Kyle Field. Uh, but really, I think not to overlook Miami, I'll come back and, and say some things about it. But um, 
we basically have three away games after that. Four yeah. away games, really, uh, because Arkansas is a is a uh, uh, not third party neutral site game. Neutral site, um, and so so in a way, I mean, it's it's going to act just the same way as an away game would. Right, and then then we go to Mississippi State, and we have to deal with all the cowbells, and then we have to go to Tuscaloosa, and and it, going back to what I said earlier about this is a proving ground for us. These first six games, we have to go back, or we have to go to Arkansas and take that back. You know, right. take back the loss that they gave us last year. We have to go to Mississippi State and take that back, take the loss that we took last year, and then we have to go to Alabama and say. It wasn't a fluke last year, you know. Right. Like we, we're we're here to stay, and it's a lot easier said than done whenever you're at home, you know. But it's a even more easier said than done whenever you're away and uh, on the SEC. So, so I think uh, Sam Houston, App State, and Miami give us a good um, setup for for. Um, you know, what to expect on those three away games, you know, to, yeah. to see how's the team handling. And, and hopefully, I guess the biggest thing I'll say about the Miami game, I want to see us in full form by right. Miami. You know, I want to see, I don't want there to be any kinks, a, a bunch of kinks and mistakes and stuff that we're making because that'll give me a lot less confidence that we're going to go in three weeks in a row and, and beat somebody at their home stadium, you know? Right. Well, like, like the biggest improvement's always game one to game two, right? So, like, you get Sam Houston, you know, you go watch that film, you get better, you get App State, you know, you hopefully, you know, I would expect to come away with a win there. And then you got two weeks of film, you know, and these young guys, like, who have never played, and, like, even the guys that, you know, like the freshmen that weren't even here in the spring, like, they're still getting adjusted and still getting acclimated and, um you know, I think it's big to have have two games, like you said, to ramp up. Like, like each one is just a little bit harder than the last. And then, you know, you play a tough team in, my, in Miami, but it's still at home. You still got your, yeah. you know, your a hundred thousand plus fans backing you. Um, it's going to be a night game at Kyle Field. It's going to be electric. Um, it's like that's that that's that's a, a great way to start the season <laughs> and, Absolutely. And, and and all eyes are going to be on college station uh in week three in that game um and that's a that's a point where you can go make a statement and kind of be like okay like if you go and 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 put it on miami like the national you know landscape is going to take notice of that and then you know then it just draws more eyes like then they're watching you against arkansas and then you know cross that off the list then mississippi state and then bama like um it's it's a great it's a great way for this to to lay out you know and and, and that stretch is tough like i mean that's probably four ranked teams in that in that stretch between uh miami arkansas mississippi state and bama uh, with those last two on the road but um hey it, it, it's doable um but, it but, is and what are you gonna sorry say? I, I, I was gonna make a point about um so like this schedule especially in the front um features some really, really good quarterbacks. Um, and not just Bryce Young, but like I think maybe the four best quarterbacks we'll see all year are in those four games in a row. Like uh, Van Dyke at Miami, Jefferson at Arkansas, Rodgers at Mississippi State, and obviously Bryce Young at Bama. 
there's there's other good quarterbacks we're going to play. Um, mm-hmm. But those four in a row are probably the four best. And like we have to have good quarterback play, I think, to really feel comfortable winning those games. Yeah, we gotta we gotta really show out on defense, um, especially with Miami and Mississippi State. I think our our uh, secondary is really going to have to sh- show up. Uh, you mentioned earlier with App State that our D line would be a good test for them. I agree with that, um, and Arkansas will be as well. And so, in some ways, I kind of like the pairing there of you know App State, Arkansas, and Alabama. Those are going to be three games that uh, they're going to rely more on the on the run, um, and and so we can rely more on our our. Um, D line and and linebackers too, for that matter, um, versus Miami and Mississippi State, we're going to be more reliant on, um, and, and probably Sam Houston too, if they if they still play like they've played in years past. Um, right, it, it'll be more of a a passing offense that we're going against, and so so again, going back to the this is the ramp up for the season. If you look at the first five games as a ramp up for Alabama, like I, I think it gives you a good pairing of giving our young um, secondary some really good looks for them to to get in their groove. Gives our our young run defense some good looks to get them in the groove that hopefully we'll be in full form by the time we go into Alabama. If yeah. we're not, we're going to lose. I mean, yeah. quite frankly, it's Alabama, and so. Um, we have to get that figured out. We have to know how to play. Mississippi State's going to be hard from that perspective because when you're there and you can't communicate on their field at all, yeah, and you're going up against a Mike Leach team where you're spread out and you're trying to communicate on defense, you know, like that's that's tough. Now, granted, you know, when you're playing defense, you're you're um, it's the cowbells aren't going to be going, but still, you know, it, it it's still a, a tough place to play um, for that reason. And so uh, I, I think Miami, honestly, if I'm, if I'm to look at just the, the top 25 AP and pick a team that I think would be the best non-conference matchup, to, to give us a good look for the remainder of the season, I think Miami is the team I would pick. Um, and and granted, like we we book these so far in advance that we had yeah. no way of knowing that, but it just sets up pretty well for us in that that regard, you know. Hey, football fans, join the next generation of fantasy football with Rainmakers Football, their first ever NFT fantasy game from DraftKings. It's the only NFT fantasy game licensed by the NFLPA. Now you can play all season for millions in prizes by building the ultimate NFT franchise. Right now, everyone can get their first full roster starter pack for free. Playing Rainmakers is simple. Buy, sell, bid, and win player card NFTs of the biggest names in the game through regular drops and auctions on DraftKings Marketplace. Craft lineups of athletes from your NFT collection and earn points for touchdowns, receptions, and more, just like daily fantasy football. Build your NFT franchise and enter free Rainmakers football contests all season long to compete for millions in prizes. The next generation of fantasy sports is here. Download the DraftKings Daily Fantasy app now, sign up with promo code TPPN, 
click the Rainmakers tile, and opt in to get your first card free. Plus, play for millions in prizes all football season while building the ultimate NFT fantasy franchise with Rainmakers Football. That's promo code TPPN. Build, play, win. Only at DraftKings. Contest entries dependent on type and number of NFTs held. Eligibility restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. See DraftKings.com for details. Well, and like, I don't know, like on, on these four, like I've done, I've done a little bit of research and I, I guess I, I know just enough to be able to say like one good thing and one bad thing about each of them. But the good thing for Miami is or like the, you know, like what they have going for them is obviously the quarterback. Like, like, like I think Tyler Van Dyke, you know, he's popping up on a lot of uh, mock drafts for next year as like a first round quarterback, not like first overall, but like, you know, definitely like solidly in the first round, like the the scouts are are really big fans of his um so like like anytime especially in college like when you're playing a quarterback that's 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 talented and competent and 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 you know is accurate and and knows what they're doing um even if the team's not that great it's still gonna be challenging like it's always you know it's always gonna make you worry just a little bit when you know when your opposing quarterback is, is 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 of this kind of caliber but um on the flip side of that, like his, his top two targets from last year are gone. Um, uh, they had a guy last year that, uh, transferred, transferred in from Oklahoma, uh, Charleston Rambo. And, um, I've watched a few games of, of Van Dykes and like a lot of what he did was just throw it up to Rambo and he would come down with it. <laughs> like, <laughs> and Rambo was a good player. And, um, you know, I think he's, uh, he's probably on an NFL team somewhere, but, um, him and their second leading, leading guy are gone now. And, um, you know, I'm sure they've like, they've, like they're typically in the top 15, you know, recruiting rankings. I'm sure they got some guys, but, um, it's going to be, you know, like Van Dyke's going to have to build that chemistry with the new guys or with, you know, like whoever else is coming back on that offense. Um, and that could be good for us. You know, if they're still trying to get it together, if our defense is, has come together by then, you know, can we put pressure on him? Can we, you know, blanket their receivers in the secondary? Um, it, it's, it's a very intriguing game because I think it's, it's just challenging enough where I like, I think we'd have to play, you know, a pretty bad game to, to lose like a, like mm-hmm. a, you know, like a minus three turnover margin or something like that. But you know, if we play, if we play, you know, a, a competent game, we don't screw around. I think, I think we can beat Miami. I think so too. I, I I'm, it's, it's kind of a toss up game. Um, honestly, I, 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 um, you could make the case either way. Um, and, and that's what I like about it. I, I like that we're actually playing some good competition there. Yeah. And, um, and so I, I think I could very well see the case and, and the case could be made that they could beat us. They could have our number. I get that. Um, they should, if we're, if we're going to play to the caliber that, that we expect, if we're going to play up to a number six ranking, the game won't ever be in question. You know, we, mm-hmm. we've got to keep it our game the whole time. It's at our stadium. We've got to show up and show out. And I think we will. I, I think, uh, like, to your point, you know, Miami's had a lot of changes recently. They're going to have some meshing to do. And I think if this game was played at Miami, 
I'd be a little bit more concerned about it because we have some meshing to do, but we right. get the luxury of being able to mesh on our home field or they're having to travel to our stadium and, and do that in yeah. week three. So they haven't had the time to really mesh yet. Um, and I think that will be um, one of the key contributors to uh, our success in that game. Um, I do expect us to win that game. I do think that we will win that game. Um, but it's not gonna it's not a toss-up game. It's not a you know uh, it's not a guaranteed win. you know it's one that we're gonna ha- actually have to fight for. And if everything that that the players and Jimbo and every, all the coaches say about our practice is true or the practice is harder than the games, then we need our games to be pretty hard, and Miami is a good hard game to get us started. You yeah. know? And like Jimbo uh, would say, it, it's it's a great opportunity. You know, when you is. play great teams, they're great opportunities to to prove yourself and uh, and show how good you are. I think it's what, exactly what this game is. Yeah. Um, last thing I'll say about, about Miami. Um, so they hired Cristobal as their head coach, right? And um, mm-hmm. great recruiter. Um, I think he's kind of average as a as like an X's and O's game day kind of coach. Uh, they lost to some teams in Oregon that they probably shouldn't have lost to. Um, but they hired two great coordinators. Uh, they got the OC from Michigan, Josh Gaddis, and um, the DC that had been at Auburn for a while, uh, Kevin Steele, who's a great DC. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, obviously, they're new. They got to you know get their systems put in and you know install and stuff like that. But um, you know, like they're they're probably going to be a pretty well coached team coming into Caulfield, and mm-hmm. you know, they got some talent. And like we said already, you know, it's it's a great challenge. Yeah, absolutely. And with great challenge comes great opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, I think that's the words. Yeah. Um, so Arkansas, this is my team that I always talk about. They're hard. Um, they're they're tough, and I um, definitely see that this year. I, I see them as being um, – I'd put them pretty high in the West, honestly. Uh, they're they're going to be a – a tough to contend with team in this league. And, um, and if you put them against like one-to-one against most of the teams, uh, in the West, I, I would, I would pick them. Um, so, so I, I really think that there'll be a, um, there'll be a matchup for us. There's no doubt about it. They play, they play Cincinnati week one. Um, yeah. and now I, I talked to you about, or I talked earlier about how Cincinnati's kind of, you know, they got shafted a little bit from dropping from number four to number 23 in the rankings. Um, but even besides that point, I think everybody in the, I, the everybody's going to circle that game to say, well, you know, Cincinnati, they, they, they were in the top four, you know, and, and, um, they're, it won't be overlooked just because they're number 23. So I think that's going to be a big win for Arkansas uh, in yeah. week one. They have South Carolina right after that. Um, South Carolina is a decent team too. That's, that's really interesting. And, is that, is that matchup? Yeah, no, it is. I I'm, I'm looking forward to that game actually. Uh, like, I guess that'll probably be the first big sec. Well, it's the same week as Kentucky, Florida, which will also be a big game. But is that, is that a road game for Arkansas? Uh no, they're playing them no. at home. Yeah, they're playing their first three games at home, and then then us. So, gotcha. um, so it, it's a 
it'll be a tough matchup for for us being that they they're going to have some early testing games that are harder than ours um but i think um surely we go into that game with a little chip on our shoulder to say no we got to take this game back um, yeah I, I sure hope that we do if we don't i'm gonna be very upset but um we need to they're they're uh we have to we can't if we want to be a contender for championships we can't let Arkansas be the one to stand in our way. We also can't yeah. let Mississippi State stand in our way, which I'll talk about next. But yeah. um, Arkansas, as tough of a game as it's going to be, we need to really hard-nose them and show the talent and depth that we have and and let it be on display in that game. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that 1,000%. Um, it, it, it really it stung losing to them last year after, was I think, nine in a row we'd won. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I knew they'd get one one day. I just didn't know when, but uh, did not like that it was last year, and I didn't. Yeah. I did not like that feeling. Uh, I can't imagine our players did either. So I'd look for them to be uh, pretty fired up for that one. Um, but you know, I, I'm kind of torn. I, I meant to ask you this earlier, but I'm torn between Arkansas, and Mississippi State as like, as like who's our second hardest game after Bama? And I, I've been going back and forth. I think I lean Mississippi State just because it is over there. Mm-hmm. And like at least like Arkansas is you know fifty fifty, but um, I, I, like honestly, I'm torn between those two as the you know third best team in the West after like Bama and M, and then one of these two, and uh, they're both they're both tough for sure. Yeah, it, it, and it's a, that's a good point, and it, and it's a good I mean because in a way you're comparing apples to oranges, um. So how do you compare those, right? Yeah. Um, they're both going to be tough in their own respects. Um, Arkansas mainly because they're a hard-nosed team. That's the type of team that we're built to play. Yeah. So, but they're they're probably in, in terms of the SEC West. If you take Alabama out of it, they're the team that's built like a true SEC team, right? Um, they're in terms of who we're playing. I'm taking a And M out of it too. Um, that's what we want to be. That's what we have built our team to be. So, yeah, we they're going to be the hardest one outside of Alabama to play the type of football that we're preparing to play against, right? Yeah. And to play the Alabama and Georgia football that's there. Arkansas is set up to play that kind of football. They're, they're in a lot of ways, doing the same thing we're doing. They're building the same type of team we are. Mississippi State complete wild card you know you got leech and it's a completely different type of team than what we're used to playing yeah or what we're what we're designed to play against um and because of that you could have a a year like last year where when you play mississippi state and you're playing a mike leach team all they have to do is get a couple big plays on you and suddenly the game's out of control and you got to figure out how to get it back. Yeah. At the same time, if you if you don't let them have that big play, they could crash and burn really really quickly, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, they, we're talking in a way like think of a Sumlin team and then ex, like times two or three and that's yeah. what you deal with with a leech team where it's like 
it's make or break. You know, it's it, it's like either if, if they go three and out a couple times in a row, it could get away from them. Yeah, it could it could be a, a twenty four to zero game yeah. going into halftime, and we're just playing our our steady, you know, paced offense, and they're going three and out. You know, yeah. and and I again, that's what I expect for our team to do. Yeah. But it's hard to say whenever you're going to Starkville, right? Yeah. Um, it, it is a hard place to play. In my experience, it's one of the hardest um, places to play in terms of noise level. Just those yeah. those those cowbells are just so loud, you know. Um, I feel like it's very underrated on on a national scale. Like like obviously, people point to A and M, LSU, Penn State, places like that as as tough environments. Um, there should be more love or like more respect for, for Davis Wade at Mississippi state. Like that's, that's a tough place to play. It is, but there's an asterisk next to it. And there has to be because they have noisemakers. Like if, if, if Kyle field had noisemakers, like how loud would that be? Right. You know, if LSU had noisemakers, how loud would that be? So yes, it is a tough place to play because of that. But, um, I wouldn't put it to the caliber of, you know, Taj Mahal's of college football like you would Kyle Field or Death Valley or, you know, Bama or Georgia, you know, because it, it's just not not that way. And the campus, you know, it's not like a destination location either. There's not just a whole lot to do there. Right. Um, and, and so it's kind of like A&M maybe 15, 20 years ago. And, and so it's – it's um uh it's it's uh it is a good place to play. I'm not hating on Mississippi State, but um it is tough. You're right in the in the sense that nationally until we came into the SEC, I knew nothing about Mississippi State. Same. And and so um if I if I'm a Pac-12 fan, I know nothing about Starkville, Mississippi. You know, like yeah. that that's not even on my radar. Uh, but it is a very hard place to play whenever you actually go there. Yeah. So I, I, I know I'm, I'm all I'm all over the place here, but I do want to say one good thing, one bad thing about Arkansas before I forget. Yeah. Um, you know, watching that game last year, I feel like we played about as poorly as we possibly could have, and we only lost by ten points. Yeah. And, um, I, I keep coming back to that, and like, you know, I've been talking myself in and out of Arkansas. Like, some days I think they're going to be really good. Some days I think they're going to be like seven and five, but, um, I'm sure it'll be somewhere in the middle, but, and, and there's still a respectable, you know, solid football team. Um, so what I'll say on the positive end is like, obviously, uh, Sam Pittman's awesome. Like he is, uh, really turned that place around in a, in a, in a big way and done it very quickly. Um, and both coordinators are, are outstanding. Um, I think, uh, I think Jefferson's a good quarterback. Um, he's probably a little underrated by some of the national folks, um, he's, he's, he's a good player. He's a quality quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, and Arkansas may have the best O line that we play all season, which, you know, could worry you with like, like, yeah, like we love our D line, but like when it's, when it's strength on strength, like, you know, you, you really prefer a team to have a, an, an average O line. And so we could really take advantage of that. But like, if it's, if it's a stalemate like that, that makes it a little more uncertain. So, um, that's, that's one thing there. What's, What's bad for them is uh, the loss of Traylon Burks. Mm-hmm. Um, Traylon Burks was their team 
last year. <laughs> like, like obviously, like, like their defense was great. Their running game was great. Uh, Traylon Burks won them a bunch of games. Like he was just just played out of his mind. Um, obviously, like first round draft pick, he's a tremendous player. Um, but he's gone now. Like he's in the NFL, um, and they've got they've got some transfers and things like that. But um, I don't think they're going to have a player that makes that kind of impact that that Burks did. Um, and that makes me feel better about that game because, like, uh, like he 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 tore everybody up. He really tore us up. Like he he played the game of his life against us. It felt like he <laughs> just making yeah. acrobatic catches, um, making big plays. Like it's it's uh, it's good it's good to see him no longer there. <laughs> is what, yeah, what sure, I'll say. <laughs> sure. Well, and to your point about the O line D line um, matchup there, um, you're right in that strength on strength like you'd much rather them have an average o-line and so that we really leverage our good d-line um but if i had to compare the two i'm giving our d-line an edge over their o-line and but let's just say it was a net zero and there was going to be no you know they were going to have average run game because you know for every one play that we make they make one play right uh, on the line then it becomes our secondary versus their receivers and I would give us the nod there. Yeah. So that that gives me confidence that um I do think that Arkansas will be a win for us this year. I, I it's gonna be a tough game. It's not a it's not a game that you can go ahead and write off. It's probably well to your point earlier, Arkansas and Mississippi State will be our two hardest games outside of Bama. And um, so whichever one you want to give, it's like splitting hairs. But Arkansas is going to be a tough game. But ultimately, if you look up at the matchups of the positions, I think we win that game. Yeah, I think so, too. I think I think it's a good point about like if our if our lines just neutralize each other. Yeah. Then, yeah, I'm, I'm with you for sure. Like our, I'll take our back seven over their skill guys like any day like especially with like with, with no burks like yeah I, i'm i'm pretty confident that we can we can cover them one for one um and uh and be able to to kind of i guess i guess like 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 rain, like rain in their offense and so um, that, that gives you a tale of two teams right because then the next week well we're playing <laughs> the Mississippi state and their receivers i i would give them the nod over our secondary even though our secondary is as good as it is they're still young and you're going up against Mike Leach receivers. Um, our D-line, I think they're going to have a great game, but how great of a game – you don't need your D-line to have a great game against Mike Leach because they can just pump and dump and be – you know, now they're past you. And so right. Um, right. that's not where you want that strength. So that one's a complete toss-up because you can't really compare position to position because where our strengths lie – that could end up hurting us because we're, you know, we're not really all it takes is just a little RPO over the top. And then, then now they got us beat for 20 yards, you know? And so yeah. it's hard, it's harder to say, yeah. um, but I think like, like the positive I'll give them is, yeah, I think it's, it's their, it's their quarterback and their receivers. Like, obviously like, like it's Mike Leach. Like we all are aware of, of that system. Um, and it's it's his third year there, so like, uh, it's his third year with this quarterback. Like he knows it, you know, like the back of his hand. He's 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 done a great job with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that like that's 
troublesome. Like that's going to be something that we have to deal with is, is, is the quarterback play there. Um, and also like, like, I don't know how Mississippi state always does this like every other year, but they're just like, they're seniors all over their defense. Like, I guess like, like, I don't mean this in a bad way, but like their guys don't leave early for the draft. <laughs> like they just stick around till they're 23 years old. And, um, you know, like every couple of years they'll field like a top 10 defense. And, um, I'm not saying this year's will be, but, um, it should be a pretty formidable defense with, with a lot of, uh, like upperclassmen and veterans on that side of the ball. Um, the bad for them is, uh, it is their O line. Um, mm-hmm. they lost their, uh, their starting tackles from last season. Um, one of which went in the top 10 in the draft. Um, and when they didn't have them against Texas tech in the bowl game, uh, Texas tech whooped them, you know, like, uh, yeah. uh they couldn't give, uh, Rogers any time to throw. Um, their defense was getting tore up a little bit and, um, and uh, I'm sure they've got guys like in the pipeline at, at offensive tackle, and uh, they probably took a transfer because everyone took a transfer this offseason. Um, but I think that's still a weakness until I see otherwise. And um, it is tough with like with how quick he can get rid of the ball. Like uh, you've got to be like you have to beat them like off the snap <laughs> to be able to get back there yeah. uh, and, and 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 cause pressure. Um, I'll say another thing in our favor is DJ Durkin. Like. Um, He's, you know, first of all, he, he coached at Ole Miss last year. So, like, he had a, you know, a good game plan against Mississippi State, and they won that game. Um, but he also practiced against the Ole Miss offense every day, which is not the same, but, like, very comparable. Very much, yeah, yeah, it's very much spread out, you know. Um, I bet he goes, you know, in, in, in every game that we play except for this one, we're probably going to have four down linemen. But this one I could see, like, a – like a three, two, like, like a dime package, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I, think no, that, that way, I think it works in our favor and, and, and having Durkin. I think, I think so too. I ultimately, I think, um, as hard of a game as it's going to be, as hard of a place it's going to be to play, I guess I should say. Um, I think this is the year or this is going to be one of those where, where last year was, it got out of control on us real quick because it was a Mike Leach game. This year, I think it's the opposite. This year, I think it's what we talked about earlier, where we have those three and outs on them constantly to where they can't get anything going. Gets their fan base a little downtrodden going into you know halftime, and right. and it it, it kind of lessens that blow of playing on the road. Um, so I'm and we need to get into Bama because that's what everybody wants to hear for sure. Um, but I'm going to stop right there, stop the record there to say my prediction is 5-0 and going into Bama. Uh, I, I do think that we beat all of these teams. No matter how hard, I do think that we win all of these games, and Bama is going to be the hinge of our of our season, really. Um, it, always, it always lines up that way. It always is. It always is. Um, and like – as we sit today, like I, I would predict, um, I, I think I would predict this team to go eleven and one. And I would um, if they if they were to go ten and two, like you know, obviously it's a young team, like new quarterback. You know, maybe if you get into a game where you turn the ball over too much and just have a bad day at the office, or the ball doesn't bounce your way, I, I could see you dropping a game. And if we did, I think it would be to a team like an Arkansas or Mississippi State, which is going to suck because, you know, 
like those three in a row is 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 Arkansas, Miss State, and Bama, and like uh, in this ten and two scenario, the other loss would be Bama. So yeah, you know, you don't want to lose two out of three and like have a a, a lull in the middle of, in the middle of your season. But um, I think once you weather that storm and get to this these these back six games, yeah, I think they can run the table there. Um, even with above average quarterback play, but you too. might get you might get very good quarterback play. But on to on to Alabama. Um, I'll, I'll do my 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 pro and con real quick and and, and toss it back to you. But okay. um, obviously the pro is is Bryce Young and um and really like Bama's edge rushers. Um, they have uh, the best set of pass rushers in the, in the game. They have the best pass rusher in college football, and Will Anderson. Um, and that's in 90% of their games, that's going to be a huge advantage for them because most teams won't be able to block them. Um, I tend to think, like, I really like our offensive tackles. Um, I love Ruben Fathery and, and Trey Zoon. Um, and really, like, that matchup is what I'm looking forward to, like, today. Like, I wish I, I, wish I could watch that matchup tomorrow because it's so exciting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, Bryce Young, like, uh, won the Heisman last year. He was great. The, the downside for them or the con, you know, the way I see it is is their O-line and their receivers. Um, now, Bama's always got good receivers. They recruit really well at the position. Uh, they brought in some transfers. They're probably going to be fine. Um, I don't know if, if if the national media is talking en- enough about Bama's O-line. Um, it wasn't great last year, and they lost a first-round pick. Um, and the rest of the guys are good, but um, when you compare this unit to – the 2020 unit, there's, there's no comparison. Like, mm-hmm. Bama in 2020 had the best O line I've ever seen. And now it's just like an average line, like maybe above, above average. But um, if they can fix that, then yeah, the they may go 15 and 0. But if mm-hmm. they don't, you know, I'm very interested to watch that this season. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think they do fix it. It's, it's a saving team, right? Um, He's going to fix his holes, and and so I I expect him to be good at that. But to your point, um, no matter how what kind of development they can have at O line, I don't expect them to be world beaters at O line going into this year. And so um, with that, I, I expect our D line to be, and and so if they if you give their D line the edge over our O line. I give our D-line the edge over their O-line, you know, and so then back to what we said about Arkansas, it's kind of net net neutral, right? So then it becomes our receivers versus their secondary and their receivers versus our secondary, which one gets the edge. They're, the case could be made either way, um, right. quite frankly. Um, is Bryce Young a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback going to outplay Haynes King? You would probably – be safe to say yes um but i have faith in i I said haynes king as if he's already got the the starting job (laughs) i mean i talked earlier like like he's who i think probably will um but even even if it was max johnson i i think that kind of that that's a good point that i'll make there is i think with haynes king we have we have a legitimate shot at winning that game yeah. Um, with Max Johnson, I'm not so sure. Uh, honestly, and I hate to be this way, but I'm not ready to make a prediction on that game um, because there's too much uncertainty on our team right now. 
But if I had, if I was forced to make a prediction on the game today, I would say we lose. Yeah. Um, I don't, I like to think that we're not going to lose. Um, there's a lot of buildup. It's kind of a, it's kind of like 2012 in that we're going in. If we do with my prediction, think we're going in five and oh, and we're a top five team, they're a top five team. It's a top five matchup in Tuscaloosa. Which of us has a chip on our shoulder? Well, we do. You know, even though we won the game last year, that's right. that doesn't give them enough of a chip to be like, oh, we're going to beat them this year. There's more hatred towards our team this offseason, and and there's a lot more gumption um, from our coach to make make that uh, a a tried and true win. But I kind of like, and this is this is kind of a random point here, I guess. I kind of like that we have an off week after Bama this this year instead of before, you know, because yeah. we always have it before, so we have two weeks to plan for them and all that kind of stuff. But this is a game that we can go all out, you know, and and just completely and totally leave everything on the field. They can't because they got they play at Tennessee a week later. Yeah, Tennessee is going to be a good good team, and they're coming directly off of Arkansas. At Arkansas. Yeah, at Arkansas. So they're they're playing at Arkansas, then playing us, then going at Tennessee. So their schedule doesn't really help this game. For once. It, it definitely doesn't <laughs> let it it definitely doesn't doesn't put it to where they can leave it all on the field because they're gonna have Tennessee the next week. Yeah. Um which is a good <clears throat> a good point to be made of if we did lose that game, well it's very possible they they lose the next week, you know. Right. Um, so, so just, just, just because if we did lose that game, that doesn't mean that the season's shot and, and, um, that's good because a lot of times if, when we do lose that game, that, that then just, you know, our whole season goes yeah downhill after that. But, and also um, like on the flip side of that, like, like you, 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 you could lose to like, like you could lose one of Arkansas or Mississippi state and, and beat Alabama still. You like, could, yeah. We did it last year. We lost to both those teams in beat Alabama. Yep. Um, and that's really like, like the 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 Bama win is all you really need to get to the West, like, like to win the West. Except for mm-hmm. last year when we, you know, messed around and lost four other games. But um, when you win that game, you get the tiebreaker. Like you get, you know, you you're playing with house money. Like you can afford to slip up somewhere else. Just don't have two of them or more. Like yeah. Um, if you lose to Bama, you need them to lose twice to SEC right. teams to, to put you in. So um, that's always been our dilemma. Like I hate when people say A&M can't win their own division. Well, yeah, we 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 share a division with Alabama, <laughs> the, yeah, yeah. the the biggest dynasty that the sport's ever seen. Like, yeah, it's pretty damn hard to win our division. Right. Um, but you know, as 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 far as this game goes, and like, uh, I, I I think I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, to like what you said, like if we had to guess today, yeah, I, I would, I would, I would favor Bama in this one, and um, I would expect them to to pull out the victory over us. Yeah. Um, as it gets closer, my mind may change. You know. Yeah. Uh, I would. I, I feel. I feel like this team is better equipped to beat Bama than at any point in the past outside of 2012. Um, but that can change if we if we screw around the first part of the season and don't look that good, I'll, I'll get on here and say that and be like, no, like this team ain't beating Bama y'all. <laughs> like, we're, yeah. like we're lucky to even be, be one of the games that we have. 
and if it's the opposite, I'll say that too. If we're if we're just kicking ass and mowing people down, I'll get on here and say, hey, like I expect us to win that game. But yeah, if you want uh, my prediction today, like I'm I'm saying we lose, but if you want my right. true prediction, I'll give it to you after Miami and Arkansas. Yeah, I might give it to you after Miami. Definitely would give it to you after Arkansas of saying, yeah, we have the tools to beat Bama because on paper we do. Right. We have to see that on the field first before I'm going because I'm not going to give you the homer pick and be like, yeah, we're going 12 and 0. I'm not doing that. Um, It's, you know, I almost hesitate to say we're going 11 and 1, but that's the expectation that I have going into the season um, that. To your point earlier, if we lose against Arkansas, we lose against Mississippi State, one of those, we can still beat Bama and we can still win the division if if we did. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think that – I think this will be the biggest matchup that we've had versus Bama since we joined the SEC. Um, I know everybody's going to point to 2012 because we went in and beat them, but we weren't expected to compete we're expecting to compete this yep. year. And, and 13 was big just because of the Manziel factor. and like Yeah, but we only lost like, that game by like a touchdown or, or yeah. something. I mean, it was a very close game. It was all the way to the end. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, maybe maybe that one. But but in terms of like if I had to choose between the team that we have currently ver- or the 2013 team to put it oh, up against yeah. the Bama team, I'm choosing this team currently. No doubt um, about so, it. That's, I guess, more so what I mean. And if I had to choose between Bama's team currently or the 2013 Bama, which would I choose? Well, I'm choosing this Bama team is the one that I want to go against. So um, I think there's been a little bit of a weakening to Bama that makes them um, a little bit more mortal. Um, And and there's been a strengthening of A&M to make it to where we're going to be more competitive. Right. And and that that mesh might fare well for us this year. Yeah. Um, but I'll I'll truly say my prediction, you know, after Miami or Arkansas. Yeah. Well, you know, like in, in past years, like like we would go into that game thinking, hey, like AM has to play pretty much perfect to be in this game and have a shot yeah. to win it. And I don't think that's the case anymore. Like I think if we play perfect, we win. You know, like if we play, yeah, right. If we play good, like we still have a chance, and you know, uh, and we can still compete and win. Um, if we play poorly, then we'll probably lose. You know, like yeah. we're not that good yet. So, um, you know, as it sits today, I think what this game will come down to is those matchups on on both trenches. Like, can can their pass rushers uh, get the best of our alignment? You know, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be Ruben Fathery versus Will Anderson part two. Um, Dallas Turner is another future first round pick and in for them. Um, you know, can Trey Zoon hold his own in his in his first season as a starter? Can our guys get to their quarterback? Like, um, you know, today I, I like the way our D line matches up against them. I, I like that a lot. Um, you know, as far as our offense goes, I think to beat to beat Bama, you typically need to have you know, uh, like I think you need speed on offense, and I think we've finally gotten that. Uh, in, in a good quantity like mm-hmm. um you have a guy like a chain who could break it at any moment um obviously he ran the kickback last year against them uh you've got a nice who you know has played well against bama in the past you've got f stewart five-star freshman phenom um he's got speed he's the best receiver you know that like he's 
he looks like those Bama receivers that they put out every year. Like we finally have one. <laughs> and um, and if King's a quarterback, then uh, you know, he's a four four guy. Like he mm-hmm. he can do some option stuff. He can scramble around and make plays. Um, and if it's Max, like Max almost beat them last year in Tuscaloosa with a much worse team. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, was, I, 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 yeah, I'm glad you said that because I want to walk back my comment a bit and say, I, I do think Max Johnson could uh, beat Bama. I think Haynes gives us the best chance to beat Bama. Um, but that's also going off of a very low, little sample size. Yeah. You know? Um, with Max, I'm just looking at what he did at LSU and then his spring game. With Haynes, I'm looking at the couple of games that he's played. So right. that's kind of where I'm at, where I'm saying, I don't know what to expect from either quarterback, quite frankly. And until I see a couple games under our actual starter, I just am not ready to give a true prediction. Um, yep. And that's honestly the crux of our team this year that, could potentially be the reason why um, we don't have the year that we want to have. Um, maybe we do lose to Bama. Maybe we lose to Arkansas or Mississippi State as well. You know, it might be a ten and two season, which would still be great. But you would feel a heck of a lot better about it going in with a two year starter. You know, yeah. and and so well, we'll and, um, and and uh, like this is the last thing I'll say. We'll get off of here, but. Um, if you do go 11 and one, like things can work out in the rest of the country where you can still get into the playoff. Um, I think you might've gotten in last year. Like had you, like, had we been, I guess we did beat Bama, but if we had, you know, I don't know. I, I think what I'm saying is if like with the schedule being as challenging as it is, like it's going to garner a lot of respect if you win 11 of those games and your only loss is to, the probable number one team in the country. If we go eleven and one and don't end up in the college football playoff, I'm never watching college football again. <laughs> I mean, quite frankly, with this schedule, if we go yeah. eleven and one, and especially if that one game is Bama, I'm not watching college football anymore. It's it's real. Yeah. I think <laughs> but, what I think what all Aggie fans need to do is is root very 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 hard against Georgia. Um, yeah. You don't you don't want a twelve and zero Georgia playing a twelve and zero Bama. Uh, in the in the SEC title game, uh, they ain't putting three teams in from the SEC, and we're not going to beat out a twelve and one, you know, one loss Georgia from the SEC championship game. <laughs> like, I, I just don't think that the, that the committee will do that. Yeah. Um, but uh, more than that, you know, hope that hope that Bama loses multiple games. Hope that A and M beats Bama. Obviously, like, um, and as always, just root for chaos uh, across the board because. Uh, it's fun and and it helps it helps the ags so yeah no doubt about <laughs> um, it well uh after this episode I, I i i'm even more excited for the season <laughs> like, yeah. like i've been i've been counting on the days for the past few weeks and now I, I i wish it started tomorrow but um uh thanks for uh for tuning in um chase you got any any closing thoughts no um we'll we'll preview the back half of our schedule on Wednesday and um my thoughts will be pretty concise on that <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh i i'm really i'm the same as you this has got me really excited about the the season because i really hadn't spent a whole lot of time looking at schedules and stuff until today honestly and um 
just looking at the overall, not just A&M, you know, you got Georgia, Oregon, that's going to be a fun game to watch. And Florida, Utah is going to be a fun game to watch. A&M, Miami is going to be a fun game. Arkansas, Cincinnati will be a, be a great game to, to tune in for. And so, um, uh, I think Arkansas also goes to BYU at some point. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, they do. Quite they do. interesting. Um, so it it's gonna be it's gonna be a a really fun year. Um, no matter what happens with the Ags, I, I think um, you know I always get excited about college football. But um, Alante, uh, we're playing at Kyle Field this year. We're playing Miami at Kyle Field. Um, we'll be at the U next year. So. No, it's a it's going to be a fun fun season, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm I'm the same as you. This has gotten me even more excited for it, and um, yeah, just I can't wait. Five and zero, oh, book it. Sorry, I, I had to put a lot of his comment up there. <laughs> <laughs> Dub, um, yeah, man, uh, uh, can't wait. Uh, great episode today. Um, can't wait to to get into the rest of the episode or the rest of the schedule uh, on Wednesday. Um, got some fun things lined up next week and, and the week following as we get closer to the season. And um, uh, as always, we appreciate you guys uh, enjoying your football season with us. And uh, we'll talk to you on Wednesday. Yeah.